We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. You should tweet at the MLS Fantasy account and see if they'll give you a response. But well, I definitely threw it out there. I threw it out there. Uh, I say that mostly because Skyler is the one on it most of the time, I think. Yeah, but, um, I'll be sure to reply uh, to yourself. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday evening by J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath to talk about some Major League Soccer. We keep having to do early week podcasts because Major League Soccer just keeps throwing double game weeks at us. And we have a massive one. Nope. Nope. Just one actual extra game. Two teams on the double game week. But we got to talk about it. So, uh, gentlemen, before we jump in to week 31, the end is so close. How did your week 30s go? I think mine went pretty well, I guess. I ended up week rank 435. Uh, I moved up to i think rank 69 overall got 133 points um i faded valeri that's kind of the big move uh, i think he got a combined three um played one minute on the weekend 
I believe. Um, so I played Blanco instead. He got 13. Nice. Um, yeah, but Valeri should have had an assist on that Blanco goal. <laughs> Come on. Anybody uh, yeah, well, saw my tweet earlier? He, I mean, it's I, don't, I just don't know how he didn't get it. Like it was felt like a clear error on whichever Opta intern was scoring that game. But yeah, I'll I'll let you uh, proceed with your week recap. I just got to get that out there. Oh no, that's so I mean, by it. You should tweet at the MLS fantasy account and see if they'll give you a response. But <laughs> I definitely threw it out there. I threw it out there. Uh, I say that I'll mostly because Skyler is the one on it most of the time, I think. Yeah, but, um, I'll be sure to reply uh, to yourself. Yeah, Wednesday <laughs> when I'm running the, the Q&A, then I'll, I'll reply that he'll, yeah. his points will be updated shortly. Yeah, nice, sorry, nice. I, f- I forget who asked, but I remember somebody asking about Valeri. Anyway. <laughs> but but um i know the clean sheets were tough to come by this week so yeah. that didn't really help um i know columbus kind of got screwed out of a clean sheet on that weird um set piece goal that colorado snuck in there uh columbus thought they were waiting for a whistle and colorado just uh gosh he put it right in uh when stefan was setting up his wall but um i didn't have columbus defenders so that was fine by me um yeah that's about it yeah, I think I, I literally one up JD. I had one thirty-four points, one hundred and thirty-four points. So, um, pretty good week. I think it was week rank three seventy-three. Put me up a few spots in the the rankings, but um, seriously, I'm that those three points from Valeri would have gone a long way. I think I'm fortieth overall. Um, granted, I think there were several players in the top top fifty, top one hundred that probably had Valeri also. So I'm not really sure exactly how much it would bump me up but i mean right there in that you know 30 to 40 range is pretty tight so um i did make a move into the week i did have uh valenzuela and abu bakar from the crew on my bench as uh otteru or switcheroo options and abu abu bakar didn't start so he had one point heading into sunday's games and i only had i had basically enough room for a minimum price defender. So I was kind of keeping an eye out on the early games. Didn't really see anybody from Philly that I liked. And then uh, Daniel Steris showed up in the late game, minimum price defender. And I just said, Hey, what, you know, what the heck for uh, 4 million. I'm already <laughs> only, only getting one point out of uh, Lawless Abubakar as it is. So uh, through Steras in there, and yeah, they pitched a clean sheet against Seattle at home. I got eight points out of them, so wow. I felt like that was a nice little seven-point boost there. I was actually really close to uh, – I had that option in my midfield, too, to where I could throw in – I think it was Emu Boateng was minimum price, and I had Armenteros coming off my bench with five points, so I was kind of weighing if I should throw uh, – you know, roll the dice on Boateng. And I just I kind of chalked it up like, well, he might get an assist, something like that, and might end up with like four or five points. And I think he ended up with seven. He scored a goal. So, um, you know, it was a two-point swing there. But still, I mean, it's – I guess it just goes to show, you know, even like that last game, if you're really keeping an eye out for your switcheroo options, you can make some, some pretty big moves if you're uh, keeping up with it. So it paid off for me this week. And, yeah, I'm sitting uh, – I think I'm sitting like one point back of – first place in the Atlanta United League and uh, up to 40th overall. So feeling pretty good heading into this week. Hopefully keep it rolling. Nice. Nice. Do I remember that you did not have uh, Gressel? No, I actually did have Gressel. Oh. Um, yeah. Nice 21 point. Holiday. Yeah. 
Good call. I was stupid. I didn't have him. I had <laughs> Escobar's eight on my bench. Um, wish he could have gone in for Mabiala or Brad Smith, who I think got injured this weekend. But yeah, oh well. Yeah, Smith came off injured. I think one of my big regrets was going Martinez captain over yeah. Almiron was about an eight point swing. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's not too big of a regret. Like my whole point there is just that I'm. That adds up. I mean, yeah, looking, I mean looking how the points are up top. Yeah, like you said, a cup, a yes. handful of those calls go the other way, and you, uh, you're sitting top ten. Right. Yeah, and I felt like Almarone was like the safer captain play of the week, and maybe Martinez was more of the let's see if he can explode and really shoot me up the rankings. So I'd probably make that play again, but you know, in retrospect, and yeah, Almarone was definitely the safer safer captain pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dismal week. Uh, I scored 121. Week rank fourteen nineteen. I'm falling closer to two hundred than I am a hundred. Although, oh no, I'm at one forty six right now. Uh, my team had five players with uh, at least twelve points and six players with four or less. That's how Ouch. it was horrible. Seattle, the Rui Diaz <laughs> killed me because I started him. Leardam, yeah, Brad Smith, Ridgewell, and Valeri were all terrible, and for how bad Leardam and Smith were, I ended up starting Moderita, and he was terrible. And it was just—I've <laughs> just never seen like scores this drastic. Like I captained—I also captained Yosef, so it was like 32, 24 from Almiron, twenty-one Gressel, thirteen Guzan, twelve Ladero, and then literally my next highest is four. <laughs> and I three of three guys had four. It was just. Uh, it was just a mess of a week. I, I'm, yeah, it I'm was, glad it's over. It was like JD said, like the defenders were really tough to pick this week, mm-hmm. even trying to rank them last week. I think I ended up on Harrison Awful as my top-ranked defender. He didn't even start the first yeah. game. So, I mean, it just, yeah, it was a tricky week all the way around. And I think, obviously, like Atlanta were the big plays. But even there, um, you know, if you didn't pick them right, like if you didn't have Gressel, then I think that was a pretty big, big hit. But, you know. Yeah, I have, I feel like I'm just having weeks where I'm. It's like allowing me to just tread water, which isn't really all that fun. <laughs> um, but now we have week 31 and this double game week, where we get New York City FC and the always exciting to roster Chicago Fire. Um, <laughs> the other, if there's one positive about the Fire, is that they play Wednesday and they play the first game on saturday so like well depending on your switcheroos you could see both games before anyone else plays which is kind of helpful in that respect um i'm going going to assume that we're going to want four guys from new york city fc and i want to know if you guys really want to take four guys from the chicago fire if we want to or if we're going to uh yeah (laughs) Both, both questions. Uh, I mean, I think I'm probably going to end up with maybe three, maybe four. Uh, it's going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have some options off the bench. I think uh, just looking at their their plays, you've got Alexander Katai at $7 million. Like, it feels like they've got some decent values that you can throw in on your bench. Uh, Georgie Mihalovic in the midfield, he's $6.2 million. He's been getting some playing time lately. He's been doing pretty good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think Nikolic is probably a guy that I'm always going to look to, even though his price is a little bit more than I want to pay. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I could see I could see four Chicago Fire guys in my lineup um, or in, on my team, not necessarily in my starting lineup. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you said. I mean, we'll get to see how they do both how both games go before uh, really making that final decision on who ends up in your lineup. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same with Skyler. I think it goes against um, what we usually do on a double game week with like just one or two teams that have the double. But um, these Chicago guys are most likely going to sit on my bench. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll get a midfielder like Dax McCarty, who I can can count on for points in there. But, um, yeah, in terms of guys on the bench, I mean, Mihailovic is a good one, 6.2. Katai is a, a great call. Nikolic, I'm not sold. that Just because of his price, I can get a single game week player I really love. Instead, it's worth noting that Chicago's matchups are not that great. No, I mean, it's... Not. It's at New York, home to L.A., so the travel's not too bad. But, I mean, you get Thursday, Friday off, and then Saturday you play in a game that's earlier than what you played on Sunday. Um, I don't love that. So I think defensive options, you'd be kind of crazy. I mean, maybe stick a one defender on your bench just hoping for a clean sheet. But, I mean, I'm looking at maybe like Raheem Edwards in the midfield at 5.6. I think he's looked um, – He's kind of looked intriguing as a winger <laughs> since he's come to Chicago. I mean, he's exciting at times, but he's also raw in some aspects. I was waiting for um, you to literally say good enough. He is good enough, yeah. I mean, he's good enough to sit on my bench, and I'll get to see two games, like you said, before yeah. almost anything else. Um, yeah, I'm a little worried about his playing time, though. I think he came off the bench last game. Maybe it was just a little breather ahead of the— Yeah, 120's fine. I mean, yeah, that's— yeah. 120 is okay with me, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll have to see. Um, now, did it did Schweinsteiger make it out of the last game healthy? I think I was reading something about had a knock to his head, but um, it's soccer so he came fine. off in the 89th minute. I didn't see that game, so I'm not not really sure. Yeah, what no, his I'm not really. Is, but I guess worth uh, worth looking at. Yeah, um, it might have been the game before. That I'm remembering, but anyway, yeah, monitor that just to make sure the Chinese, uh in the lineup on Wednesday, which we'll get to see the lineup, so that's not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like I really want to hype Nikolic's track record, his recent track record, where he's had four goals in his last four games. Um, but yeah, JD said it. New York City FC and LAFC are not ideal matchups, but I don't know. I mean, it kind of feels like Chicago season's pretty much over. Like. I almost could see that LAFC game turning into a goal fest. It's like a back and forth, and I feel like Nikolic could be involved. So that's kind of kind of where I'm going with that. I don't think they're going to score at NYCFC, but hey. I mean, LAFC haven't been like the best defensive team, particularly away. Yeah, I mean, they're coming off a clean sheet, but yeah, it's, I mean, again, it's like they've shown some vulnerability before, so I feel like that might be the spot where you know, we can say, hey, if Nicholas can get us something out of that game and whatever, a couple of points at NYCFC, always a chance of just a random goal. Yeah, I feel like Nicholas is definitely worth uh, a roster spot this week for me. So he'll probably be my, on my team. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't think I'm going to have him. And I that, that's just me trying to catch up a little bit, but it's also just me looking at the other guys that I can take that are going to be expensive um, that I need to squeeze in. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there are some pretty good matchups this week, uh, just for at every position. I mean, uh, I agree. So, yep. 
yeah, I mean, if you're going to take Nikolic and you probably take David Villa, then it doesn't leave you with a lot up front unless you're kind of, to use a DFS term, you're kind of punting elsewhere. But, like, you got Javinko home against the Revs, um, Zardis home against Philly, which I think is a little tougher than not, but, like, Rooney home against Montreal, uh, Zlatan home against Vancouver. I mean, there, there yep. are places to go. For sure. So where else, what do you think is the next, who's the best single game week player? You pretty much named them all right there. But <laughs> I'd, I'd, throw, I'd throw in uh, Rui, Rui Diaz at home against Colorado, too, as a pretty yeah. pretty uh, high upside play. But for me, I'd say Javinko's probably first on the list, then maybe Zlatan, then Rooney. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of pick your poison with any of those guys. But Why uh, Javinko? I mean, Toronto aren't completely out of it yet, are they? No. And New England at home. I mean, Javinko's still been producing. I guess he didn't this past game when they lost to uh, New York. But, yeah, it's it feels like out of all those guys, and he might be the safest play and maybe even uh, – he's probably got as much upside as any of those other guys. So, Yeah. Okay, just curious. But Toronto you, makes me nervous. I mean, they, they dropped a giant egg this last week. So for me, that was kind of the final nail in the coffin for their playoff hopes. But um, you're right. They're not mathematically eliminated. So Yeah, I, they're I playing mean, New England at home. Right, yeah. I mean, New England has some motivation as well. Mm-hmm. So New England actually has a better chance. I was going to say they have a better chance, yeah. Yeah, so I could see New England actually playing that pretty tough and Toronto kind of being not that motivated but um I mean, New England had their chance at home against the fire this weekend they blew it talking about blowing yeah, it yeah like, no they did absolutely they actually came back to tie it I believe right or was it the opposite yeah no, I, yeah New England came back so I mean they yeah. at least they they came back and battled for a point um nice goal by Penny if I recall was a really tight turn in the box after the keeper committed so Panias, I mean, he's been quietly one of the better new players in MLS this season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I right away I look at Ladero against Colorado. I love that. That's locked into my lineup probably. Yep. Um, yep. It's worth noting there's the U.S. Open Cup game as well this uh, this Wednesday. So, got to keep an eye on that for the uh, the players that could be missing. I know Philly heavily rotated last week in anticipation of that yeah yeah i was a little surprised from both houston and philly just the the minutes that they gave some of their regulars um i think i mentioned in the slack chat on rotowire that if you're a betting man that those are two teams that kind of uh, attack this week and at least you know keep an eye on their lineups what kind of lineup they rolled out and Houston came out with Elise, Kyoto, and Minotis, their full-strength front yeah. line. I think even Tomas Martinez underneath. So I was really surprised to see that. Um, and then Philly, yeah, they I mean, they heavy, heavily rotated, but uh, Dutch Call was in the lineup over the weekend, and their B team ended up beating Sporting KC's first team. So it's a little uh, MLS variance at its finest mm-hmm. right there. but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I was surprised, I guess, to see some of the first teamers out there. But I think this weekend, I don't know. I mean, I think a U.S. Open Cup game. You think, obviously, the possibility it could go 120 minutes in a shootout, that kind of thing. So, 
I think we could could see the same thing this weekend. I don't really know. I mean, Houston's got a good matchup at home against San Jose, but I just I don't know um, with some of these other matchups how much I would be really even looking towards any of those guys' players, but just something to keep in mind, like J.D. said. Yeah, I would love Houston's matchup, except it, um, for forwards, like they don't have a dominant forward that I really can justify playing over those other guys. Yeah. I mean, if it was, it would be Minotis, but um, if they had like a dominant midfielder, I, I wouldn't really hes- excuse me, hesitate to put him in against San Jose, but um, they don't. Yeah. How do you see the uh, Atlanta at Red Bulls game playing out? Well, BWP is suspended um, for what it's worth mm-hmm. right off the top. That's unfortunate because this is a, a huge game for both teams. Uh, they're, New York is four points behind them for the Supporters' Shield for the first seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, so New York really could have would have loved to take advantage of this home game um, against Atlanta. But with BWP out, that hurts a little bit. With a yellow card uh, suspension? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think correct. it was something silly, too. Something real silly, like a, some sort of a handball or something that wasn't. <laughs> hmm. Gotcha, yeah. I'm, I'm not positive. But um, I don't. I kind of like Atlanta, to be honest, um, even on the road. But New York is always formidable. Um, they're still going to generate scoring chances, no doubt. Um and their their keepers worse. Their defense is probably slightly worse than New York's. So um, I think it's pretty open. I don't know that I'm going to any fantasy players heavily in this game, though. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm staying away too. It feels like a draw written all over it. Um, backtracking a little bit on the BWP, I, I did see something last night. I saw an interview, and apparently it was the yellow card was for dissent, and BWP was basically just like. Come on, man! You're really gonna gonna uh, rule me out of one of the most important games of the season because I'm, you know, saying a few curse words. Like, I guess I get it. You want to be a role model, that kind of thing. But I mean, it's it, we're, they're grown-up men out there playing a sport that you know gets heated what? and some things come out. I mean, I guess we don't know what he. I don't know exactly what he said, but he made it sound like it was it was uh, it wasn't anything uncommon. So. Well, just like hearing a, a swear word come out of BWP's mouth has to be hilarious based on like his <laughs> his accent and how he talks. I don't know how you can give him a card for that. But he must have had the yeah. same ref I had in indoor about a month and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no Almarone, no Joseph Martinez? I, I'm, I'm tempted to take one of them. Um, I think it would be probably Almarone. Um, yeah. Because I would want to keep that forward spot open for a, a play that I like in a better matchup. Yep. Yeah, I'd go Almarone out of any of those. Uh, I mean, out of those two. Um, but are you going Almarone? I don't think I'm going to. Um, gotcha. I just, I guess, uh, answering the question, I'd, I'd go with him over Yosef. Just again, we've said it before. Uh, Red Bulls at home are a team that I'd stay away from. I mean, Yosef's matchup proof. I could I could get on that bandwagon too, but I mean we saw New York shut out Javinko this weekend. Yeah, they might be on a different level this season, but I feel like Red Bulls have the ability to to stop Martinez. So mm-hmm. um, I think Almiron's probably the safer play. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't argue that. They're just he mentioned all the good forward options earlier, so I I I just couldn't see myself taking him on the road at Red Bulls ahead of any of those guys. Right, right. Uh, who are you considering for like a third forward 
or are you yeah. gonna, do you think you actually pay up for all three? Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah, I guess I, we can save with the Chicago guys. Um, so I think we definitely can pay up. Not Nikolic. <laughs> but you weren't playing right. him anyway. Nikolic right, is yeah. more than I'd, I'd like to pay for him, but I, I don't know. I'm not, not sold on that play just yet. I'm going to got some decisions to be made, but it means Laton looks really attractive this week at home against Vancouver. Yep. Who FC Dallas just absolutely owned on set pieces this past <laughs> weekend at Vancouver. You had Matt Hedges scoring uh, off of a uh, set piece, and then you had I think it was uh, it was another uh, shorter midfielder. I'm trying to remember who scored. It wasn't Grezo. It was um, Musk. Mascara. Mascara, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think Mascara actually scored off of a set piece too. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ibra should eat against the Whitecaps at home. It felt like LA kind of rounded the corner this past weekend with Dom Kinnear at the helm. Maybe they're getting in, into a little bit of a rhythm. I'm not going to say they're going to run the table and like make the playoffs, but um, they I, they could have lost that game. Yeah, the Galaxy defense is still trash. Yeah, it is. Even though they had a shutout. Um, they're still not good. They could have given up a, a solid number of goals. Mm. I mean, Seattle had like one shot on goal. I think that they would still look fairly susceptible. Yeah, there are chances, but I'm just saying it's Vancouver at home, so it's kind of like a. It just feels like a good spot for LA to to uh, yeah. just pile it on and just add you know, add another good result in and make some sort of a run at the end down the stretch here. So I like Zlatan a lot. Like it's probably going to come down to, to him or Javinko for me, but yeah, I mean, there's so many good forwards we could take this week. Yeah. It's worth noting Vancouver still in the, the playoff race as well. They have a game in hand on the galaxy and they're only one point back. Um, and they've kind of just been um, letting loose, I guess, lately playing a little bit more offensively and, uh, I don't know. I just, like I just picture Kai Kamara heading in like three goals against the terrible Galaxy backline. <laughs> oh. So you're rolling. But, you're rolling with Kai over Zlatan, is what you're nah, saying? Nah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it? Safe? It is worth noting, by the way, back to to Dallas and heading in the ball twice. Maxi Rudy took like ten corners. Yeah, last he did. Game. Yeah, um, he's kind of he's pretty much like settled into a number ten role for yeah. them. Right, so I mean, I'd keep an eye out on that. He he's been crossing a a ton lately, mostly from the corners, but um, he he's been free to kind of drift wide as well. So, Ugh. um, before we go any further with the uh, the New York City guys, um, is it safe to assume Via is locked in? I don't know. I mean, I think oh, okay. so. Um, I think the hesitation though is that they're playing at Minnesota the second game, so. Right. We've seen it happen very re- recently, as recent as uh, Diego Valeri this past weekend. Yep. Um, older players are being protected on turf. So that's a little that's definitely reason to be concerned. Okay. Um, he did just play at Montreal. Right. I mean, I feel like maybe the that's home grass, though, is... isn't it? I think Skyler and I had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. If they didn't play at that stupid stadium. Yeah, I think they play <laughs> yeah. outside. All right. But yeah. I just I think that the home game against Chicago on Wednesday is enough to include Via. Mm-hmm. And then and if he plays at Minnesota, then that's just kind of icing on the cake. So it feels like he's up there with the elite forwards this week just based on that 
home game against Chicago alone. He's cheap too, like for what he can do. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I'm just saying, like, you're not playing, you're paying 13 plus for Zlatan and Javinko and, um, I don't know if Nikolic is that high, but like, yeah, is yeah, 9.5. 10.1. Yeah, 10, oh, okay, that's closer. Are you, do you think you'd be more likely to take, uh, Maxi Morales than Villa? Yeah. Okay. But I'm probably taking both. Right. Yeah. The tough, the tough call for me is do I take Kyans and Moderita? Yep. Or do I take one plus Sean Johnson? Yep. Well, I think I think Kyan. I think it's uh, easy decision because I think Kyan's might be suspended the first game. I feel like he was suspended last double game. <laughs> yeah, <he> wasn't <laughs> he just suspended? It feels like NYC <laughs> or like like it just feels like they are the team that like have all these DGWs. Like, I mean, what's the deal? No, you're right. Like, he over is the suspended. past, he is suspended, yeah, I'm tired yeah. of talking about them and I'm tired of making decisions about their double game week. It's extremely annoying. <laughs> right. So I guess if you want a uh, defender from NYC, though, I feel like Moderita is worth a look. Yep. I know Andrew's uh, a little bitter about his two-pointer from last week. but He's, he's, he's still locked in, Skyler. Yeah. He's 4.2, and he had uh, three shots on target last week. So yep. I, I still like him. Um, I'm a little hesitant, I guess, just to see if he's still in the lineup with, uh, I guess, with Tajuri Shradi coming off the bench and uh, – JD's boy Castellanos could, <laughs> could also come in for him. So that's my hesitation, I guess, with Moderita, because since Moderita has been lining up in the attack and not, you know, outside back. Yep. So. So has Tinnerholm just become a lot though. easier? I mean, Tinnerholm feels safer, yeah. but he's also 2.25 yep. million more. Yep. Skyler, are you more likely to go Sean Johnson than a second New York City defender? Mm. I think so. This week, I, th- I feel like Johnson's worth playing, worth yeah. going out. Okay. It's worth noting that NYCFC have won one game in the last two months. Ugh. Um, not great. But <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I feel like we still really want to take them this week. I mean, they should they should win both. Right. Yeah. Well, now that you asked that question, last NYC double game week, I actually had. I faded Johnson so that I could f- have more field exposure yeah. to NYC. I just, I don't know, it felt like maybe the last one. Let's see. I think there were, other, there were more than just one other goal, goalie you could take. Right. Um, but yeah, Chicago I'm not taking home. Richard Sanchez or whoever. <laughs> Chicago at home and then at Minnesota feels like they could, feels like they could get some clean sheets. Yeah. But MLS is pretty, pretty silly, so. Minnesota's been playing really well, though, uh, attacking-wise yep. at least. So I don't know about that, but um, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. All right, I just wanted to get New York before we uh, covered any other positions. Um, yeah, it's the most important team this right. week for sure. Right. And uh, yeah, you definitely want to get it right. I'm probably rolling with John Johnson as well, so I'm probably going one player at every level of the field. Yep. Um, I. I think Moderita's maybe an unnecessary risk, as tempted as I am to play him and get the savings. Um, I mean, if he I, starts I would, Wednesday, it seemed, I mean, even if they had one game and it was home against Chicago, you would have to consider him. Definitely, but I'd rather have someone, If I'd still rather have someone that's more likely to play both games. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, if we think they have a decent chance at a clean sheet in each match, 
Moderita just seems unlikely to play both games. Like, start both games, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's going to be the super tilting, not starting Wednesday, and then score a goal. Well, that's fine, because no one's going to use him if right. he doesn't start Wednesday. Yeah. 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 If um, nobody uses a player, I don't care what they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, or J.D., you mentioned Ladero earlier, um, his home matchup against Colorado. We obviously uh, are considering Maxi Morales. You mentioned some of the Chicago guys as well. Uh, who are some of the other midfielders that you're looking at? Well, after Ladero, Morales, and probably two Chicago guys, we don't have that much room left. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> two Chicago guys too, huh? I, th- I think you have to put him on the bench, yeah, and see what happens. Okay. They're, I mean, similar to the forwards, you have, like, kind of nice matchups for a decent number Iguain of guys. Iguain was amazing yeah. last week. Yep. Yeah, was Iguain was the best. He was one of the best midfielders last week, and I, I would love playing him if Philly, especially if Philly goes 120 minutes on Wednesday in a nice, juicy uh, overtime game. <laughs> Houston, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I like that call. Yeah, but the thing about Iguain is how tilting was it last week that I was, I think all of us were probably going to be on him, and then he didn't, didn't start. play at Portland, yep. and then he That's comes fine. out with a 14-pointer. I know, I just still like, you know, <laughs> we, knew he was, we knew, knew he was in a great spot at home against the Rapids, and then he doesn't even see a minute at, uh, against Portland, so he gets out of all of our lineups. Yep. But, yeah. I feel like we talked about Iguain single game week last week. Or like we were like, if he doesn't start Wednesday, do you still play him yep. over so and so that's going to play just one game? Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure I said yes. I'll have to check the tape. That'd be the first time you ever listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, so, well, I mean, what do you think of like Luciano Acosta, home against Montreal, or it's a good one. Um, LAFC guys are good too. Yep. Even though they're on the road in Chicago, they've been. LAFC's been playing really well lately. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost in six. Spory. Yeah, I'll throw uh, Alessandrini out there. I mean, he's pricey, but yeah. two assists this last week. And, again, a, a game that I feel like is pretty big for both these teams. LA, Vancouver is like a pretty – I mean, it's kind of like a playoff game almost for both of them. So I could see Alessandrini coming, coming away with a pretty good game. Yeah, the beauty of Iguain is that he's only $7 million. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that play. He, I mean, he's probably going to be in my lineup just based on the value alone. Yeah, Acosta's pretty tempting. Yep. I'm more likely to play Acosta to get, than Rooney. Yeah, I might have to get rid of a Chicago midfielder to go Acosta. We'll see if I have enough salary to upgrade. Right now I have Dax McCarty and Katai in there, but um, I don't know. Dax is such a classic... Double game, double game week, week. yeah. <laughs> I just I wait for the, his double game yeah, to use totally. the man. Totally. Um, what are your thoughts on um, the Toronto midfield? JD, you seem like you're done with Toronto. It's just really complicated to A, decide, hey, I kind of like the Toronto game this week, even though, you know, they're, they're a pretty volatile team lately which can be good and bad. I mean, it all depends when you pick them. But A, you have to decide you're going to buy in. And then B, you're going to have to pick a player to buy into. And it's just, it's convoluted. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's really 
only it's two Kuzenka guys. It's Kuzenka or, yeah. We have from their midfield, I'd say there's only really two guys that you would even consider, and that's Osorio and Vasquez. And it's like, it's kind of like throwing a dart at which one of those is going to have a good game. So yeah. Osorio is almost 12 million. I'm not paying that much for him. Um, and then Vasquez at 8.4 million. I just, yeah, he's been so inconsistent this season. I mean, yeah, both of them have a great matchup. I just, I can't, uh, I, I can't settle on which one of them I would want to play. Yeah. Um, if I had to, then I'd probably go Vasquez just because he's much cheaper and probably over some more set pieces than Osorio might be. But yeah, I'm probably staying away from their midfield this week. I think, I think Javinko is probably it for me if I want Toronto exposure. Maybe, yeah. maybe a guy like Justin Mar or something in the back. Yeah, I mean, if you need to rotate into anybody and like Jay Chapman or something plays at four million, go ahead. Um, like if if you have a four in there and for some reason you need to switch it out, um, you got to decide by seven thirty Saturday, so that's not ideal. But um, I don't know. I agree with Skyler basically. I think Vasquez unfortunately has started the year off hurt and he's just kind of been hurt all year. Yeah, um, seems it. it Excited to see if he he's back next year, and I think they'll probably be missing a a star or two. So um, we'll see if he maybe carries more of the attacking load. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you think of this Sporting Kansas City RSL game? I saw another fact on Twitter today. It, it I think it was Bobby Warshaw, and he was listing the number of wins teams have against um playoff teams teams that are currently in the playoffs okay sporting kansas city only has three wins against other playoff teams huh and rsl for what it's worth is currently in a playoff spot hmm but i sporting's definitely the favorite they just i think they obviously do a really good job of beating up on the bad teams right I, I can't recall an instance this year where they really impressed me against a, a good team, like a team we view as, as top tier. Now, granted, most of those teams are in the East, so um, they don't play those teams as much. But right. um, I think their biggest win that I can recall is they went into Atlanta and won like 2 nothing. But Atlanta had a red card, I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. People love Felipe lately. Um you know, I know Garso Fernandez is extremely good. Uh, he's been scoring or just being relatively dangerous in general. So I, I like them collectively. Individually, I don't love anybody. Maybe Zussi would be the guy I'd look to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there you're looking at dropping over $11 million for yeah. a defender. It just, I, I love Zussi as much as the next guy. I like think probably, we can afford it. We might be able to. I just... I mean, and he had five points last week, even though they lost 2-0 on the road. So that kind of shows, like, I mean, yeah, he's got that at- attacking upside, but he's also going to collect a couple of bonus points, two or three bonus points here and there. So, I mean, he's probably still the highest upside defender that there is, so that's what you're paying for. I just, uh, it's it's hard to uh, choke that one down. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm having flashbacks of the podcast where I had to tell you guys, especially you, Skyler, <laughs> that Susie was not in every week lock. <laughs> but um, that was like two months into the year, and we've come a long way since then. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> if you can afford Susie, I would get him in this week. I mean, yeah, I mean it's a it's a big game for SKC, right? Like, where are they on the table? I mean, they're second, but they're trying to hold on to that first round bye, yeah, because yeah. LAFC is hot on right their there. tail. Yeah, yeah definitely. Hmm. All right. You might have to listen back for that podcast, too. 
You probably won't. What? The word, the Zeusy call of not having no, a I, memory. I strongly remember saying Zeus is not going to get <laughs> no, he's I'm, not going to get a clean sheet every week. <laughs> yeah, I can vouch for that. Well, I, I wasn't it wasn't the clean sheet. It was just I think I was hyping his uh, his attacking ability too much. I think he kind of called me out. Like I was a little little more DraftKings uh, minded well, at, at that point. Yeah, so. definitely. Which he is still a great DraftKings option. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you can pay like uh, elite forward prices for him. Right can pay like eight million for a, a dk defender yeah i mean you're you're pretty <laughs> much I mean, doing that kind of in, in this game yeah, though. yeah yeah i was gonna say it's kind of in line with his fantasy mls price so. yeah he's hardly it's uh, easier to fit in here than it is on the stupid DraftKings salary that's probably true not even probably that is true it's definitely true yeah, yeah. sometimes i go to go to enter a lineup on DraftKings, and i like picked two or three guys I really, really want. And I'm like, oh, have to go minimum price for the rest of these. And then <laughs> I, just, I just close close the app and say, I'll just uh, enjoy my free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to find that Georgie Mihaljevic hidden down there for like $4.5 Yahoo just needs to bring back the, the daily MLS game. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't hold my breath on that one. I'm not. Don't worry. <laughs> um, well, sp- sp- sticking on Zuzi... Or at least the position. Uh, what other defenders kind of jump out? We, you obviously could have could have two New York City guys if you wanted. Um, I'm going to jump out on a limb and say you're not going to have two Chicago defenders. Is it even worth having one? I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm probably going to go if I'm thinking out loud. Just Katai, maybe Mihalovic in the midfield, and then Nikolic up top. So. Yeah, maybe that leaves room for one, but yeah, throw Kappelhoff or Vincent on the bench, and um, if they do well, then let them sub in for somebody else. But I just don't know if I want to use a bench spot on a fire defender at NYC and then yeah. at home against LAFC. Like it feels like there's no chance at a clean sheet here. Yeah, but I mean, Kappelhoff gets you up to five or six points and through two games, probably minimum. And then that's a, a decent one to sub in if your other bench guys don't do well. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. He had two points last game. <laughs> so, I don't know. I actually like... Uh... He's going to get some clearances against NYCFC <laughs> in Los Angeles. I'll tell you that. So, Yeah. I actually like the um, the crew defenders again. Yeah, I was going to ask. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so if we're talking... Maybe Awful. Philly has a pretty tough game at Houston. I mean, they're not at home for this midweek U.S. Open Cup. They're going to Houston, and then they're going to Columbus three days later. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Awful. Let's see, I'd say maybe even Valenzuela again. I'd maybe throw out there. Um, I mean, if if uh, Abubakar starts 6.2 million for a center back, that's probably gonna get some bonus points and have a good shot at a clean sheet. Then yeah, I like that play too. I mean, pretty much anyone other than a full Mensa and Valenzuela is going to be cheap. That's true. I think I might so. have more crew players than fire players. <laughs> I mean, like they're in a good two? spot. <laughs> like two really crew, zero fire? <laughs> um, I might have one fire. Okay. Um, uh, are, we, another... are you trying to stack the Columbus defense, though? Multiple no, guys? No, 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 no. No, no. I mean, if you're if you really want to move up the standings, you got to stack probably yeah. a defense every week. Yeah, you're probably right. 
I might go double Columbus. I'm thinking about it because I have Zussi, awful, probably NYCFC guy, probably Kapelhoff, um, unless I really have a lot of extra salary. I don't like the Seattle guys because uh, both fullbacks are hurt, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I was, about that, to say, I was about to throw Torres out there, though. He's min-price. Yeah. He might start again. He could start. He could not start. Mm-hmm. It's true, but at min-price. Those, those are the options. Col- <laughs> yeah, against Colorado. <laughs> well, like, though, what makes you think that Torres is going to start? He's, that's the uh, early Marshall's, game, though. It's like the second yeah. game on Saturday. Yeah, that's true. Well, Marshall's been dealing with some concussion stuff, so yeah, started this last game, I think. Yeah, gotcha. That's possible. Four million home against Colorado. You got to at least. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Torres also just hasn't really been good this year, though. Yes, that is. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd probably just be banking on the clean sheet and. Yeah. Thank you very much. Four million bucks. Right. I'd rather have Kapelhoff. Ooh. Hmm. That's a good what if, though. I mean, one or the other, if. Torres starts. Right. Flip a coin. You at least yeah. get to see half of Kapelhoff. Yeah, I yeah, will say I'm, I will say I'm not taking Dynamo defenders against San Jose because this is a Wando revenge game. Oh. Um, you know he's getting into Skyler's rankings this week. Rankings? He might get in the team. That's yeah. That's true. Via no, Ebra and Wando sounds great to me. <laughs> Not happening, boys. Wow. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. Nah, not happening. We've already spent too much time on Wanda. I mean, he's not making my rankings this week. <laughs> I can't wait to see JD's like uh, spiteful rank twenty, just to throw right. throw you off. Yeah, I yeah, do I rank Wando uh... higher than Skyler at least fifty percent of the time, but mm-hmm. like just when we verbalize it, it uh, I have way more Wando fantasy hate than Skyler does yeah actually I was after our podcast and I think in, and JD called me out in his rankings saying the only person that would roster Wanda this week is his family or Skyler <laughs> so I was like I loved it I was I actually you know I, I molded over a little bit I, I liked Wanda a little bit more than I did on the podcast and I had him <laughs> in my lineup at one point I think I ended up uh convincing myself that Armenteros was better so because they're about the same price point, I think. And then Wando scores uh, against Atlanta, and I guess VAR called it back. But I, at that, at, in that, in that one moment, then I was just like, I knew I should have played Wando. But not happening this week. Okay, that's fair. Um, any players that we haven't touched on that you think will be in consideration? Yeah. Well, speaking of San Jose guys, that uh, we. We owe apologies for Vaco has just been crushing. Uh-huh. Um, and against a Houston team that plays Wednesday, you could throw him in. I mean, I don't know why you would because <laughs> San Jose are miserable. But they can score, though. They can definitely score, and they had some juice this past game, so. They just can't defend for their lives. Yeah. Well,. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've given up multiple goals. What is this? One, two, three, four, five, six straight games, seven of their last eight. And of those six games, four of them were at least three goals. Yeah, I mean they're bad. They're extremely bad. I thought that I thought Kashia was going to solidify the defense, mm. but um 
It's the total opposite. I mean, it's it's hard to like hold up a a chair with only one leg. <laughs> and Kashia, for what it's worth, he looked good for a couple games, and I think he's looked a little rougher lately. So I'm curious to see next season, assuming he sticks around. I'm curious to see if he's actually better. Is that when they allowed four goals or three goals to Dallas, five to Kansas City, or four to Atlanta? Ouch. Or was it the two to Vancouver, the two to LAFC, the three to Vancouver? Oh, no. Excuse me. They've allowed five goals in their last two against Vancouver. The two at Colorado of all teams to give up two goals to? Yeah, that's so good. I feel like Houston's still going to score goals there, but yeah. I was going to say, we have no Houston guys. I like Minotis a lot. Like, yeah. I wish I had room for him, but I don't. Kyoto's I feel like, super uh, cheap. He's been awful, yeah, but he's been cheap. Yeah, Kyoto's always got that upside. I feel like a team that we're, or that I'm going to be underweight on that I might want to start considering a little bit more as uh, as Wednesday or even this weekend approaches is DC United. Like, yeah. I know we mentioned Rooney. We talked about Acosta a little bit, but this game against Montreal is huge for them. Like, they've got two games in hand. Um there's currently on the on the wrong side of the red line. Yeah, which is black on MLSsoccer.com. Yeah, Just, yeah, they need to make that red. Yeah. Don't worry, they're gonna have an article explaining what the red line is. <laughs> That's my favorite oh, yeah. time of the year on <laughs> MLSsoccer.com. Uh, no, it's uh, DC is two games or they're five points back of Montreal mm-hmm. with two games in hand. So do the math. I mean, they win, they win those two games in hand, and suddenly they're they've got the last playoff spot. So Feels like a huge spot for Rooney to show up. Huge spot. Yeah, but for it's Acosta. a it's a huge spot for Montreal to yeah, yeah, play yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's just, I mean, it, it feels like if you know if this was a time for Rooney to, I mean, he's already done some big things to kind of announce himself, but like this would be a huge game for him to go off in. So I feel like yeah. I'm gonna be, you know, we've talked about like I love Javinko and and uh, Ebros, some of the alternatives, but it feels like maybe I want to consider Rooney a little bit more before I just lock those guys in. Mm-hmm. How about I I'm in agreement. I think Rooney and Acosta are two guys that I'm definitely going to be considering. Um, scares me though, that Montreal has three straight, really good results. They drew New York city yep. this past week four one at Philadelphia. Yep. Um, that was an, an awesome result for them. Three zero against the Red Bulls. Yep. And worth noting, they, held uh david via at one shot hmm. this past weekend so yeah. i mean if you're comparing rooney to via or whatever like saying what what can rooney do against them then maybe that's something to go off of but still i just feels like this is it for dc like i feel like if they lose this game then uh not necessarily going to rule them out but yeah i think montreal are in a pretty good spot to to clinch that last spot yep. yeah they definitely can't lose um so uh either or rooney or ibra put me on the spot here. I side with Rooney only because I feel like it's easier to go to Acosta and still get, like, I feel like the difference between Rooney and Acosta is much smaller than Ibra to Alessandrini. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying I'd rather Ibra and Acosta. Yeah. Okay. You started off by saying you'd go Rooney, but Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Ibra and Acosta. Feel that, yeah. I'm gonna say Ebro by a hair, but it's it's really close. Mm. He's got long oh, man. too. Just based on watching, like I mentioned, just seeing 
how bad Vancouver were on set pieces. Like, feels yeah. like Ibrahimovic can exploit that. And Rooney's not. Rooney's got. I mean, he's surprised me. I'll be honest. He's surprised me since me coming too. to the league. But it feels like Ibra's got a little bit more of that game game changer in him. It's close though. It's, I'm saying. it's super a, close. Gotta, yeah, I've got uh, some tough decisions to be made. Yeah. You guys will have to check my rankings to see what I answer. Oh. Getting the views up. Come on. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the views are already sky high, but... Um... <laughs> That's, right. Uh, That's I, right. I probably side Zlatan, but maybe if I think everybody's going to go with him, I'll go Rooney, because I'd like to get back into the top 20 if I can here. And that that's going to require some some bold moves. So why aren't you and playing both? Why not both? Yeah. Uh, since I'm not using Niklic. Right. It's possible if I don't want to use Javinko. If I don't want to use. Javinko is really uh, the only one you're past. I mean, there are obviously yeah, others, I guess but like Yusuf Martinez and Vela are two that I'm also considering. Okay. I think I am going to use both now that yeah. you mention it. What about Zardes? Or am I going uh, a little crazy yeah. on the Columbus stack here? Yeah, let's not go crazy. But, um, <laughs> okay. Good spot, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Rui Diaz, if he started, would be a guy I'd, I'd really be interested in, too. So many good forwards this week. Yeah. And Rui Diaz, you could put on the bench, which is nice, to get that out of the way early on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you're not putting Zlatan or Rooney on the bench. Right. Not that that's a reason to pick Ru- Rui Diaz. <laughs> that's like an anti yeah, 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 but, I mean, you would theoretically be able to then, you know, use that spot for someone else and the savings, so. Yeah. Yep, yep. The toughest decision this week by far is what to do with the NYCFC guys, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of backpedaling on saying that I might lock Sean John in because, I mean, I, more that we talk about it, I like Zach Steffen at home against Philly. Um, he's we seven million. It, though. Yeah, we could switch through it, yeah. but still, I mean, I I don't love putting that much bank in my goalkeepers. So maybe I put Zach Steffen on the bench and just have four NYC players. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like the four NYC FC field players. The more that we talk it out, that might be the way to go if we can can nail who we want to play. Yep. That's the hard part, though. Um. You have to play Tanner Holm if you go to NYCFC defenders because he has yeah. attacking upside. Because yeah. oh, sure. if yeah. it's just if it's just a clean sheet play, then you might as well go with the goalie. Yep. Yep. It's true. Um, it's, so it's... maybe moderate at Tanner Holm if you go both on the field. Yeah, because out of the center backs, you're only getting one game out of. Uh, it's probably going to be a, a B, Ibe, Ibiaga yeah. and uh, Hyans. Are you just going to? Yeah, yeah, they're going to split, and then I guess Chano might be. The one that goes both. Yep. Yeah, Chanel's pretty good too. So yeah, I mean, is. he's he's definitely not a bad choice. Ben Sweat could play both because they play yep. usually pay Moderita higher up. Yeah, Ben Sweat's four point nine. Yeah. So I don't mind that play. I feel like he was in the seven million range at the end of last half season, two third season. I was gonna say yeah, the spring season, please. That's not. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Even though spring so... and fall are also the same length, but. <laughs> He's no. had four points in three straight, even mm-hmm. though they're even with their defensive struggles. Yeah. So do, do we think do we think NYCFC are going to get it together for the playoffs? I mean, I feel like Atlanta are like the team, so I'm not really. I don't. I maybe NYC get it together, but I think 
whoever runs into Atlanta's, it's, yeah. it's over. Well, I mean, if they hold the third seed here, NYCFC do, they theoretically wouldn't play Atlanta until the semis. Eastern Conference final. Yeah, the semifinal for the whole thing. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yep. Assuming that everyone wins that's supposed to. I mean, everything yeah, could right. get messed up, but. I mean, mm. or, and basically, or NYCFC still markedly ahead of Columbus, Philadelphia, and Montreal, or no, DC. If I don't. Get in. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, they've got the talent, but yeah, I don't think they. Yeah. It feels like they're. I mean, maybe this is a good thing for them. Maybe they're going through their struggles at the right time and hit their stride. But yeah, I don't see it happening right now. Mid-season yeah, I mean, coaching change when for a winning team is never easy. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. Yeah. I think Columbus, Columbus, honestly, I would favor in a two-leg series right now mm-hmm. um, over New York. I'd still lean New York slightly against Philly. And then, I mean, Montreal, D.C., obviously, I'd lean New York. But D.C. are surging, so we'll see. New York definitely over D.C., huh? I think so. If everyone's healthy, I mean, I, I imagine by then NYCFC will have most of their good players back. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think DC's Ma- defense worse? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, do you think Maxi Morales is the most popular captain? Yeah. Are you going to captain yep. him? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking about Via. As long as he starts Wednesday. I think there's less of a fear that he starts Wednesday than Saturday. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, the second game in question. Yeah, this the second game scares me, and it's an unnecessary risk. Even though I am trying to catch up, but I think enough people captain Via that it's not like me captaining Via would really be a boost. Right. It almost feels like last week with the decision to captain Yosef or Almarone, like Via might be that guy that could explode for a hat trick. Uh, Morales might be that guy that's more consistent, might get you ten points each game. Yeah, something like that. So. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. I got nothing else. Um, if anybody wants to follow up with JD and Skyler, you can find them on Twitter at DFS, MLS, and at DraftKings, respectively. Gentlemen, I have some good news. No double game week next week. Oh, I think that's the wow. last non-double game week of the season. It's uh, uh-huh. it's pretty astonishing. Uh, actually, the weekend, uh, the week after, uh, I don't think has a double. They, there's a massive... Uh, four game slate for week 33 because I believe it's another international break. Uh, oh, and then God. 34 and 35. <laughs> 34 is a double game week. But then 35, decision day, and we're done. Right. So really yeah. only one more double Honestly, game week. Honestly, there, there might be no decisions on decision day. That would be a that real be, dud. Yeah, really. <laughs> we'll have to re- just rebrand it the last day of the regular <laughs> season. Have to explain hey, while we're on about it. Yeah. While we're here, shout out to uh, Falky from the uh, Slack chat. I think he's like top 25. Really? Um, so he's making a push. Yeah, Very I think nice. I saw him in there in the standings. So nice. unless I was yeah. accidentally looking at the Roto-Wire only league, but I'm pretty sure he's he's overall Oh, yeah, 20, 23. Look at that. 23, yeah, I think, sorry, uh, I, I chipped him. Yeah. I think he, he probably could have benefited from those three extra Valeri points too. So mm-hmm. sorry, I, man. Almarone captain. There he yeah. is. Oh, good team last week. Okay, well, congrats to Falky. Good luck to uh, him, although the other two guys in this podcast are going to try to pass him as well. So, gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for that. Good luck this week. Good luck, everybody. Good luck, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer.